you know what? If I'm single for the rest of my life, I I, I have a few freaking demands, okay? Welcome back to Finally You're Here. And as you can tell, today's episode is going to be about dating. Not so much relationships because I just feel like that is a podcast in itself. You know what I mean? So, dating is so hard. (laughs) That's just been my experience. I don't know how else to put it. But it's really freaking hard just let's get into it right so in high school you know when everyone starts dating well i saw people hella start dating in middle school but i'm glad i didn't Mm, okay well let's 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 start with middle school i was always (laughs) i was always boy crazy even when i was younger i was always like ooh, boyfriend ooh, like um romantic comedies like i grew up on romantic comedy so i had like a very specific idea of what i wanted my life to be what i wanted dating to be and like what my relationship should be so i was i was heavy on that relationship mindset from a very young age you know what i mean but <laughs> my shy awkward personality always stopped me from pursuing anything and that was still from a young age in middle school the first person that actually ever wanted to get into a relationship with me but honestly when I think back about it I'm like okay it's a good thing that that didn't happen so it was this boy that I actually really liked I'm gonna call him what the hell should his name be Eric let's call him Eric I knew that Eric was super cute Eric was in most of my classes and he had been having this on and off girlfriend named Jessica. Yes, Jessica. And I was just like, oh, they're such a cute couple. Obviously, I wasn't like trying to homewreck or nothing. That's not who I am. But they broke up. And this time it seemed like it was for real. And I was just like, dang. What, the heck, what name did I give him? Oh, Eric. I was like, ooh, Eric. <laughs> but, see, I never really talked to him. Like, I always talked to him as friends, and that was easy for me. But, like, once I knew that I was interested in someone, it was so hard for me to talk to them. But then, like, we were just, like, randomly sitting in class, and our teacher was giving a lecture. Like, how are you going to talk to me during a freaking lecture? Like, we're going to get in trouble. Stop, please. But anyways, she's giving the lecture, and he, like, turns to me, and we're like, we're kind of a distance away and this boy i was about to be like this man but we were we were children (laughs) this boy was just like do you want to be my girlfriend and it was kind of loud in there so like the first time i really didn't hear him say it and then he said it again he's like do you want to be my girlfriend but like you know he had to be hush hush because he was saying during lecture Ooh, a bad boy we loved it but we were all so anxious about it because we didn't want to get in trouble So the second time, I did hear it, but I was scared. I was scared. I was so freaking scared because, again, shy, introvert, awkward, not used to, like, boys being interested in me in that way. So I I was like, what? Huh? What are you saying? I think he said it, like, three more times, and I still act like I couldn't hear it. He was like, you know what? 
he was kind of like he was nice about it he was just like never mind and i was like oh okay <laughs> i was so disappointed but i was like now that i think about that like situation <laughs> Like, what was I expecting from that? Like, did I want him to, like, shout it at the top of his lungs in the middle of our classroom? That was not going to happen, Lenny. That was not going to happen. Like, you were already worried that he was talking during lecture. Like, why would he scream it? Especially with the teacher we had. She she was nice, but, like, homegirl was firm and kind of scary. I really liked her, though. So, that is like the beginning stages of my awkwardness and then through high school you know i <laughs> shy and awkward no one really paid attention to me i was going through puberty and i just, i personally felt like i was looking hella weird I, oh, a glow up was needed and <laughs> when i looked back to how i looked honey no and the thing the part that sucked is that people had to rely on my looks because i was not really talking to anyone wasn't really showing my personality to people outside like outside of my friend group so they didn't really know that i was this funny ass chill ass like down ass bitch you know so oh they were allowed on the looks and i don't think i looked all that great so you know all through high school i didn't really have a boyfriend I had a best friend and I was kind of in love with him, but he kind of played with my emotions a lot. But I thought that was normal because, you know, rom-coms be like showing like kind of like abusive, toxic relationships. I was like, this is fucking normal. (laughs) This is how relationships are until I really realized that it wasn't. And then and then I went off to college. Still no boyfriend, no nothing, no experience, nothing. And this, this is where I discovered dating apps. (laughs) Oh, that journey begins. Dating apps. Like, I'm going to get pretty hyped because I feel like I like this subject a lot because I'm still living it. So excuse how animated I am. Anyways, back to dating apps. This is where I first started using dating apps because at this point I was in an I was in Sacramento now. I didn't, I didn't know anybody here. Little, literally no family. I'm originally from LA, so I had no family, no friends. I didn't know nobody up here. So I was just like, you know what? Like, let me let me try and meet people. So I went, when I first got up here, what did I do? I was like on Tinder. And I think that was the only one that like was really doing anything at that time. So I was on Tinder. I talked to a few guys. Um... It was pretty cool. Like, my roommates were like, oh, she's popular. And I was like, I'm just trying to meet guys. But the thing is, I am a catfish of personality. <laughs> not not of photos, because I feel like you're going to see me anyways. Like, if we end up meeting up, you're going to see me. And I don't need you to be like, what the fuck? Why do you look different? So my tactic when it comes to photos on my profiles was and still is trying to put like not so attractive, not attractive, but like out of the ordinary attractive pictures on my profile because I need you to see what I look like. I don't need you to be okay with it because baby, this is what you're getting in real life. This is what you're getting in real life. And there has to be a full body shot too, just so you see that too, because 
I don't need you to have any type of confusion of what I look like because that's what you see is what you get, baby. It's what you get. So back to catfishing. What I I don't catfish looks. I catfish personality because I feel like I when I am texting or like trying to get to know somebody on a dating app, I I feel like I'm pretty it's pretty easy for me to um to express who I really am, show my personality, show the weirdness, show the confidence, show the sarcasm. It's like super easy for me. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I have like some time to think about it and then I can like think of my answers and then write it. But <laughs> when I meet them in person, it is always kind of like strange because I'm super freaking awkward and shy and they're like, what the fuck? What happened? Like you were much different over that and i'm just like i know i'm so sorry like uh, face to face scares me so there's that 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 was one like in the beginning of dating apps because there's stages of dating apps you know what i mean so i was doing that and they would get super confused and they're like "Mm, not really because i feel like when you're in college and like a freshman in college not all but most people they're just trying to hit it and quit it and at that point i was still a virgin and I was just like, mm, I'm not going to sleep with you guys. I don't, that's not what I'm doing here. And whew, was that a quick way to um, make people not talk to me? But I don't regret that decision. I feel like it, I don't know, it made me a little bit tougher when it comes to asserting my boundaries, which I am so grateful for because you really got to assert your boundaries when you're dating because people will try to walk all over you. And then... Um, I kind of just like gave up because it was the same thing like they would just like not fully understand that I was super shy and I wasn't gonna sleep with them and that's all they wanted so I just kind of gave dating apps kind of a break was just chilling trying to enjoy my first year of college just trying to learn stuff learn the new city that I'm living in and I joined a sorority and that came with more boys because sororities and fraternities like to mix together not not that way you little nasties but like mixers you know you gotta like do stuff together for like fun and networking yeah that type of mixing so you know i would like talk to some boys here and there but then again like i think that they kind of knew what my personality was because like when we did things it was like in person but it again it fell on like I'm not going to sleep with you, bro. So, like, back the heck up, man. Thank you. Most frat guys, I just probably wasn't talking to the right ones, but the frat guys that I was I was talking to was just mostly interested in having sex, and I just wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted. So, flash forward to when I was getting my first ever boyfriend. I don't know if it was at 19 or 20, but it was one of those ages. Girl, I didn't do any of the work. All my friends had to do the work. His friends had to do the work because he was equally as shy. We were all working together. He was like my supervisor. Ooh, scandalous. Student supervisor. It's not that scandalous, but it's still somewhat scandalous, you know? So all my friends at the call, because I worked at a call center. We worked at a call center. All my friends there who were friends with him were trying to get us together. It was a process, honey. It was a freaking process. Like my pledge sister, she worked with us too. So she was working overtime trying to like get us together. It wasn't until we had like, we got invited to a like 
a party that my coworker was throwing and he was going to be there. And then me and my plus sister, we were like doing something sorority like wise. And then I was kind of like, dude, I don't kind of want to go like, you know, I hate going out and shit. And she was just like, well, that's okay. Like, that's fine if you don't want to go, but I'm going to go. And I was like, oh, FOMO. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And then there, oh my God, you guys, I didn't even tell you like, ah, there's definitely... There's definitely more to that story. I totally forgot. That was so loud. I'm so sorry. So, 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 so. Like, ah! (laughs) I forgot about this. I'm so animated. I'm so sorry because I feel like, I don't know if it makes me sound cool or like kind of a bitch, but like, this is a story. I feel almost just like, I have a story to tell. Before I like fully knew that I liked my first boyfriend, right? Like I I was on Tinder and I found this one guy and we were kind of vibing out, right? Like he wasn't pressuring me. He was okay. Like we were vibing. He was at the dorms. I was at, the, I was living uh, off campus student housing and we were vibing. It was cool. Like it wasn't like anything great or anything. Like we would talk here and there, like just again, just vibing. And then I didn't like, I didn't feel anything particular towards my like ex or anything at that time because I didn't I didn't know that I liked him at all and then it wasn't until someone was like yo I think he likes you and I was just like huh he likes me huh and then I got a crush on him (laughs) I don't know if that sounds sad or empathetic or if that's just how crushes happen I don't know but I started liking him and we started talking more and more. And I was still talking to this other guy. But, like, it was just, like, it was, like, windling down, kind of. But I was so much more interested in my ex. And then all my friends were actually helping and trying to get it together, right? And <laughs> so the night of the party happened. And we're all there. My ex is there. All our friends are there. And we're playing beer pong. Me and the guy, like, my ex are vibing. And, like obviously (laughs) like dumb fucking kids that we were at that age we started playing spin the bottle he really wanted to play spin the bottle because he wanted to kiss me he admitted that to me later um but yeah so that happened and we just kissed a lot of times ew cooties and then (laughs) we were all pretty drunk at the end of the night right the guy's like apartment dorm because it was like apartment dorm style his roommates came back guess who was his fucking roommate or one of them the other guy i was talking to i don't know how the fuck it came up but i saw my pledge sister talking to him or whatever i don't think she had letters on her or anything but like he was like aren't you in so-and-so I told I had told him I was in freaking that I was in that sorority. And then he was all like, Oh, do you know Daniela? My fucking drunk dumbass. I was like, oh my god, that's me. I'm Daniela. <laughs> and it was <laughs> I was so drunk, I didn't really realize what was going on. I was just like, Yeah, that's me. And then we started talking or whatever. But at that time I knew we were leaving because my pledge sister, her big, her big sister of the sorority, she also lived at that apartment complex, the dorm apartment complex, and she had, like, texted her to come pick us up, because we're like, ooh, can you, like, get us out of here, just because, like, you know, 
we want to leave so she came and got us and i was just like oh my gosh okay <laughs> so then it's after that i was kind of sad because my pledge sister and i were kind of like oh just kidding he might not like you girl like he might like this other girl from the call center and i just got kind of sad and at that point i wasn't really talking to the other one that much either like as much as we were before and um but i was still talking to my ex like we were like messaging a lot like i was just like you know what whatever like if he doesn't like me like at least you know we can still be friends that's cool story of my life <laughs> been there gonna continue doing that but then i worked my awkward charm on him and how the hell <laughs> when he was gonna ask me what no um, we like we we disclosed that we liked each other, so we kept talking to each other. But then when I knew that he was gonna ask me out, like I just had a hunch, right? I had a freaking hunch. I knew I liked him, like I knew I liked him, and I knew that I wanted to be his fucking girlfriend. But I freaking hid. I I hid. I like made sure I was nowhere near him when I knew that he was gonna ask me to be his girlfriend because I was scared. Bitch, what was I scared of? I knew he liked me. I liked him. I wanted to be with him. But I got scared and I and I I went hiding. I, I I was like, ooh, I can't. I have to do recruitment today. I <laughs> gotta go. I'm so sorry. So the day that he was supposed to ask me out, he didn't get the chance to because I didn't let him because I was too scared. But then guys, I'm so fucking awkward. Watch, like, listen to this. So then finally, like, we we did it. Like he finally asked me right and then when he asked me he had like the cutest little smile ever and he was like do you want to be my girlfriend and i was like yes and then we were kind of just standing there and i was like okay i'm gonna go now (laughs) why am i so awkward (laughs) i cannot with myself i just think i'm (laughs) i'm such an ako taco gosh it's okay, though, because some people tend to think it's super cute and super endearing. I mean, I don't really understand it because sometimes I think it would be frustrating to deal with. But, you know, some people are like, oh, she's so cute. I'll take it, though. I'll take it. So after being with that, my ex, I was with him for like two years. We lived together and then we traumatically broke up. Maybe not traumatically to him, but it was traumatic to me and the way that it happened. Y'all ever live with your ex after you guys broke up because you needed to finish the lease because you're two broke college students that can't afford to break a lease and find somewhere else to live? Yeah, that was my situation. (laughs) But we'll talk about that some other time. Maybe a heartbreak episode because that's just that's a fucking podcast in itself. (sighs) So now we're all caught up with my life. And I'm back in the dating game, which I am very upset about. I thought I was close to marriage and having kids. But then all that was taken away. But, but I'm very happy that it was all taken away because that was not the person I was meant to be with. And I'm so happy that I can see that now and see that we were completely different and it would just never work out. And it, it was beautiful for what it was in the beginning and uh, you know he taught me a lot of things i did a lot of my firsts with this man he taught me you know just a lot of things and i vice versa but it needed to end 
grateful for the memories, but, you know, time to move forward. It's been time to move forward. I think it's been like, it's been a couple of years now, so come on. So, okay, uh, besides the point. So I'm still on dating apps, right? So I'm, but I'm really bad at them because like, look, if you say the wrong thing to me, like, as your opener, I'm done with you. I'm not going to talk to you and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I just, I, I don't care. It's just too much energy. There's too many people to talk to you. And I I forget to check the apps. Another issue that I have with the dating apps is that sometimes it's like freaking Omegle out there, bro. Like, they'll be super cool. It's a co- super cool chat. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, so when are we fucking? S- sir? <laughs> Excuse me? I had this one guy. Oh, my God. I opened it up with a very sweet, wholesome little dad joke, right? I was like, it doesn't matter what the joke was. It was just a sweet, wholesome little conversation. And then we talked about, he asked me what ethnicity I was, which also was kind of like a red flag because of why the fuck do you care? But anyways, he thought I was like Islander because of my hair. And then after that, like I fell asleep, so I didn't get to respond. One in the morning, like literally after our nice little cute conversation, I got a message saying <laughs> my sister listens to my podcast, so I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but oh, but this is what this fool said to me after a cute little conversation. He said, what the fuck did he say? Oh, hold on. Okay. So after I had just finished saying, oh, I'm Mexican-American too, because that's what he was. Right after, he, he thinks it's a good idea to message me, can I eat you out while pulling your hair? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god, uh, no! I was so heartbroken because, like, one, he was super cute, and two, like, I mean, it wasn't a long-ass conversation, but, like, it was kind of a good conversation, you know? So I responded to, like, well, that took a turn, and, like, the face... The head forehead slap emoji and he unmatched me am i surprised no am i was i disappointed yes and the reason that i like take it back to omegle it's because they like lure you in to think like a false sense of security and like oh we're just gonna have a nice little conversation and then they're like they're like pulling up like let's fuck whereas omegle is like I had that same experience when I was younger. Like, me and my friends, we were on Omegle, and then we started talking to this one person. He was super nice, super cool, and I don't know where he pulls out his penis. And I'm not out here trying to judge anybody for, like, you wanting to have sex. Like, if that's your thing and you're okay with it, like, go ahead. But I, I like, make it clear, like, what my intentions are from the jump because I don't need that miscommunication. So it bothers me when people try to be like oh yeah i'm super understanding that's not what i'm looking for either but then like once they feel like they've lured me into a good conversation or feel like i trust them or whatever which is the wrong thing to assume because i don't trust nobody okay that they're gonna switch up on me and be like yeah let's just have sex now the answer is no sir the answer is no and it's not because i don't like sex i have a pretty high sex drive if you ask me but i'm just i'm not gonna do that with whomever scds are on the rise baby you do you think i want that no there's a pandemic why do i want to, I, I have too much to worry about already i don't need an std on top of that okay jeez
So I don't take dating apps all that serious anymore. I just kind of use them when I'm bored or kind of want an ego boost because it kind of helps sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it does help when you're like feeling kind of low and you're like, oh, look at all these matches. Cool. But I generally always do forget that I have those apps. So I never actually keep a conversation going for quite a while, which is my fault. You know, like there are some good people out there on apps. You know, people have actually started relationships on apps. That's just has not been my experience at all. So I did this little random experiment just to see what some answers would be. I texted a few of my friends asking them, why do you think I'm single? And honestly, I thought I was just going to get some funny replies or some people would be like, because you're fucking needy or just like, you know, not so serious answers. But I I think I scared my friends. (laughs) I think they thought I was having like a nervous breakdown or like feeling hella bad about me because they were all super nice two of them called me and they're like are you okay what's going on maybe that's just a sign that i have too many breakdowns and that they're just worried about me and i should probably get help (laughs) just kidding i'm okay but anyways most of them my friend kevin he told me that it's just not time yet like that person hasn't came into my life yet and then if i ever need to talk about anything he's always there (laughs) That's a very sweet thing to say, but it's just it it goes to me needing to not have so many breakdowns, which he did not say. It's just what I'm thinking. And then I asked both of my little sisters for my sorority. They told me basically the same thing. They told me it's not because I'm clingy, not because I'm high maintenance. It's just because the right person has to come along um, that I just need to be a little bit patient and that it's going to happen and to not lose faith. That was sweet again. And then the other one of my littles called was one of the ones that called me and made sure I was okay. So that was super, (laughs) super thankful for both of them, for all of them. And then lastly, I asked my best friend in the whole entire world, Haley. (laughs) Her response scared the fuck out of me because she's like, I don't feel comfortable typing it. I was like, oh, shit okay this is the content we're looking for like uh, fucking hurt my feelings but (laughs) tell me so after like a little bit of convincing i i called her and i was like so what do you think like is it bad like do you think i'm gonna be alone forever she's like no i don't i don't think that it was a little bit easier i guess for her to tell me what she thinks because we're i'm reading this book that she's been recommending to me for a while now called why men love bitches it's a pretty popular book. I'll probably do a, another episode of like dating because <laughs> this shit is ongoing for me um, where I'll go a little bit more in depth about the book because I think it's it's a pretty good book. But anyways, she thought it was a little bit easier because there, you know, like it, it, it goes in on people. It fucking goes in on the mistakes that you make when you're dating and things that you should probably change so she was like that's kind of helpful but that's on the spot too like it was kind of an awkward conversation but basically what we what the conclusion was it's i need to make sure that i'm not putting my all into a relationship when it's just bringing me down like you know like when you first start seeing people and like you change around your plans because you want to hang out with them all the time like no no no, baby like you gotta you uh, leave a little mystery you know it's not even about leaving mystery it's about like continuing to be who you are because i know in my first relationship i completely lost who i was 
to be there for that person, whatever they needed. And I dropped anything and everyone to be around my boyfriend. Yeah, I was one of those bitches. So her advice was mostly just to be true to myself and not not put whoever I'm with on a pedestal to the point where I think their rainbows fall out of their ass and that I can't see clearly when there are red signs and when I should leave. So that was that was mostly why she thought that I was still single because I'm still I I essentially am still looking for a fairy tale. And that doesn't exist, you know, like you build your happiness, you go through ups and you go through downs. And I can't be like first day, boom, yeah, I'm falling in love with him. That's basically what we were talking about. And I think she's a thousand percent correct when she's told me that because that is stuff I definitely have to work on. Plus, you know, I still got some health, like mental health issues. I got to make sure that my body image is like better before I really get myself into a relationship because that's also what's holding me back it all comes with due time and I'm sure that I'll fix that I'll find somebody we'll be fine I'm fine I'm gonna have less breakdowns about that because as my mom and my friends say it will come when you least expect it but if it doesn't and I do have to accept that I'm going to be single the conditions that I talked about in the beginning is I don't want to be a cat lady I want to be a mixture of a pig slash dog lady i'll be fine with that i'll be content with that all right guys thank you so much for tuning in to listen to me talking about my dating life and (laughs) how awkward i am it was definitely a ride but we got through it so thank you so much for listening and i just wanted to announce that i finally made an instagram page for the podcast so if you want to follow and it moves your soul to do so it's finally you're here underscore podcast it'd be so great we can interact i can post more stuff you can see things you can give me suggestions for topics that you might want to be listening to and just a lot more interactive stuff so if you want to follow and make me feel better about this that would be so great and remember to vote exercise outright that you have okay bye guys i hope to have your ear again next week bye